Welcome to Tiki Central Canada. Ever wonder what's in that cool, refreshing drink that you just have to have on that hot summer's day? Mmm, me too. Picture a man going on a journey beyond sight and sound. He has left society. He has entered Tiki Central with palm trees, beach sand, blue skies, and God, get me a drink now. Here are your hosts, Craig, Cam, and Paula, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe information. Hey folks, and hey, how we doing? It's Craig here from Tiki Central Canada, and I'll be your host, bartender, and mixologist for the hour. I hope anyway. And so also we have Paula here. Hi, Paula. How you Hi. doing? Hi. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? You just came back from where now? Miami or uh, Mijami. How you prefer. Nice to Mijami. That's right. Eh? Mijami. Yes. And Mark is here. Hi. How's- I haven't been anywhere. Oh, that's such a lie. <laughs> Boo. You've been buying another tiki bar, probably, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. What's that? I actually, um, before you start talking about your last trip, which yes. I know this show is about, I just wanted to make a little PS here. Yes. An observation that Uh-oh. the last show we did yes. was about... Um, Shark Tooth and Jaws. The one we did anyway, me and you and yeah. Mark did. Yeah, and that's when you told us about... The, the tiki bars, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. In, in Miami. Yes. So <clears throat> this time oh. in Miami, I finally got around to going to Mai Kai. Oh, no way. 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 That's awesome. Did, yes, Colleen the, and I. You did the journey north to Fort Lauderdale. We did. We drove north to Fort Lauderdale. And um, and then afterwards, we thought like, oh, this might be, have been a poor plan because, you know, we went to a bar, yep. a tiki bar. Oh, come bar on. To How's, drink, how bad could it be? <laughs> to drink back, to drive back home. Okay. Well, yeah. It's okay. Yeah, That's yeah. the poor of planning. But anyways, because yes. usually I'm the designated driver, but this time like, I supposedly was <laughs> drinking. So I went there and I took some videos, which I will show you. Oh, no way. And I took some pictures and <sighs> I and I even like, and I have something I need to tell you, Craig. What's that? No. Oh, what am I doing now? Did You're, I just lose you now? <laughs> I went to the Tiki Bar. Yes. One of the biggest bars I've ever seen in my life. Yes. It's pretty damn huge. Yeah. Yes. And um, I prefer your booze. Woohoo! My drinks rock. I <laughs> prefer your drink. I shit you not. Oh, did dude. you um, Did you go for the... Uh, which type of drinks? The uh... I asked for the Blue Hawaiian. Oh, okay. Well, while we're talking about trips, I brought you guys back presents. Uh-oh, presents! From the last one I was on. Uh-huh. When I was in the Cayman Islands, yep. they have the the Cayman Island Rum Company, and they have their 40, uh, yeah, 40 fathom, 49 fathom rum. Oh, cool. Where they actually take the casks and seal them and put them underwater, 50 feet of water. You told me it before, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, seven, yeah, seven fathoms, that's what it's called. any rate, so here's no way. a keychain that oh, I, my I filled God. it with the uh, seven fathoms rum. Governor it's Reserve, just about an ounce or an Cayman ounce and a quarter Islands. in there, and it's filled. So you have an emergency drink. Just in case I'm like, oh, just like negative 40 outside. I'm like, okay, I got that flask. There you go. And Can I see? that is to make your perfect blue Hawaiian. Yes. Blue Hawaiian. Yes. All you do is you just shake thoroughly. Yes. Uh, it has no real expiry date. This is Coco Real. 
It's very similar to the Coco Lopez, except it comes in a squeezy bottle. This is the one I got in Miami. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I brought it with me, too. Yeah. Open. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you want to know why? Because after we left Maikai, yeah. I told Colleen, I'm like, okay, so obviously this was not how my drink tasted. Yeah. Um, the one that Craig's make, Craig makes for us. And then she heard the episodes, too. Yeah. And then, um, and then I said, but let's stop at a liquor store and I'm going to, so the next day, that's actually when I found Norma's booze and yep. I was looking for yours and I didn't find your Florida. That's okay. I got a bottle for, from, for last time. But, that's good. So I, I stopped by a liquor, a liquor store and I got the, the little bottles. Yeah. Cause I, cause I told her like, I'm not going to get big bottles. Yeah. Cause what if you don't like it? So I got uh, two little bottles of each of the things to do the blue Hawaiian. And then they had this. Exact ah. one, and I'm like, oh, please, God, please, God, please, God, be the same thing. So, speaking about gifts, I brought something back for both of you. So, Ooh. I know that uh, Mark is more into the gold rum. So, this actually is the Cavalier Antica Gold Rum. Nice. And for your blue Hawaiian, I got Antica White Rum. Oh, thank you so much. So there we go. Yes, a little carry card. This like, is a you know. great little bottle for a good travel. size, is it not? Yeah. For traveling? I know. Yeah, and it doesn't break. No, it's plastic, so I you're all good to that. go. Yeah, so there you go. So you got gold rum and some white rum. Thank you very much. Of course, of course. I take care of everybody who's on me. Yeah, That's yeah. That's great. I also felt bad because I bought four bottles of my own rum. So I was like, <laughs> maybe I should bring something back. It's well, like <laughs> I don't have anything for anyone. No, I already good. I already you're... brought from Miami Norma's rum. Yeah. Yeah. No, you didn't. You didn't ask for anything. Trust me. For me, you just... I, need, I need nothing. Hey, you bring Norma's rum back to her for her is is my as well because then she's happy now. She's like, oh, oh yeah, my happy place. Happy wife, happy, happy life. life. Exactly. No, for sure. Oh my god, <laughs> it's unbelievable how real that is, isn't it? It's true. So true. <laughs> Whoever. Okay, so Craig. <laughs> Let's go on. Okay, so I actually want to do a couple of things here on the beginning of the show. Okay. So also we introduce Paula and Mark to the show. Uh, so no, actually, I also want to thank the Antigua, as where we actually were, and that's what this whole show is going to be about, about Antigua, and also the crew at the Starfish Jolly Beach uh, Resort, and also to Jermaine, who is actually our tour guide. So I know they're listening, because I gave all kinds of cards out, and I noticed the next day when I checked on the stats, they were listening to our show. So what drink will we be covering, obviously, from Antigua, because you just came back from there? That's right. So on the show, we're actually going to do three different cocktails from my trip. And so, uh, yeah, so three different cocktails. I actually want to know something before that. Yes. I saw your pictures on Facebook, and I need to know. Yes. What sunscreen are you using? Because I never am buying it. Um, it so, does not work on him, sunscreen. No, no, what it was is that, so we had 50, can we need the brand names exactly. So there's 50, okay. then we went down he, to 30. He didn't get it. And 15. Oh. I, was, I was totally making fun of you, don't worry. Oh, It was like, what sunscreen are you, you using? Because I'm never going to buy it. Because uh, it doesn't work on you because you were red. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what it is for me is that I'll be red for that day. And then it tones down the next day to brown. Yeah. Where Norma, hers is red. And then she tones down to pink. And she hates it. She actually's like, ah, oh, why are you brown and my pink? And I'm like, oh, I just I always turn brown. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the funny thing is, I don't flip over like on when we're on the beach. I'm yeah. always on just my lying on my back. But my back is always the darkest part of me. And she doesn't understand. She's like, how is that even happening? How is your back even darker than the front? <laughs> and you're lying down. I'm like, I don't know. I've it never just, heard that it either. It just happens. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know either. For me, flipping over to a resort is going to the other side of the bar. Oh, <laughs> that's right. okay. So he has like one arm tanned, and then sort of the other side of the bar, and the other arm is tanned. Have I ever met you sober? <laughs> oh my God. Usually at the start of all of these things. Okay. But not the end. 
Okay. No, no. By the end of the dr- yeah, by the end of the show, it's like yeah. <laughs> Thank God the Ottawa police that doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> funny. I've ever met you sober. Oh my God. <laughs> no, because his comments are always like that. It's drinking, always something drinking, of this sort. Drinking, exactly. Yeah, it's all about drinking. And now I rolled out of the, the the bar and I got to the the room of the resort. Like I get my resorts really close to the bar. Like, That's right. Called crawl distance. That's you know, right, yeah. I'm scared. Like okay, now. Uber costs X amount of money. Yes. That's like three drinks. That's right. You could spend that on drinks. How do you not get scared with these comments? <laughs> it's a fair question asking no, no, you if I've met you sober. No, but he's just smart. He's being smart about it. I know. Not, you know. That's like, not even the point. Like, the point is just like, you got offended by my question, but look at the shit he says. I know. How could I not ask him something <laughs> like that? Right? I know. Well, it's not like I drink beer. <laughs> Afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> so he wakes up in the morning and goes, hey, I need a beer. Like, you know, yeah, like, yeah. No, that, that, would, that would be Oh, strange. okay. So you yeah. just drink at night. Do you drink every day? Every day where? On in vacation. Your house? No. No, just on vacation. You don't drink every day at your home? No, no. Good. No, no. Just when he's on oh, vacation. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you. He's a vacation drinker. He's not like, you know, like the, yeah. he's not a wino. Not he's like a, a George Thurgood. I don't drink alone. On that note. Yes. <laughs> so on that note, yes. what drink or drinks or... Everything Antigua are we talking about today? <laughs> so we're actually going to do three drinks today. Oh, that's three it. Drinks. That's oh it. Three drinks. Yes. We're not going to overwhelm the listener at all. So yes, we're going to do three drinks today because uh, what it is that there's so many different drinks when I was out there that I didn't want to leave any drinks out. Um, here's the thing, though. I have something interesting to tell you, listener. Yes. Um, the three drinks he's done, he's going to do, are very different one from the other. That's the good exactly, news. Exactly, yeah. You have a very sweet and um, girly one. You have an intermediate one. And you have a darn boozy one. Mm, boozy. <laughs> so there's one for each taste. Exactly. There you go. So which one's the first one? Okay, so the first drink is the one that we received at your resort. So you know when you get a resort and you get off the, off the bus and then they greet you with a drink. So this is the first cocktail that we had on a vacation at the resort as we stepped off the bus and entered the resort. And called the Purple Dragon. And it was made by Charlene on the resort. So thank you, Charlene, for giving me all the recipe on that. Here it is here. And we had a great time there. That's the one that Mark's drinking because Mark has all three of them in front of him right now. And it's the intermediate Holy one, just moly. so you guys know. Yes. Girls will like it. Guys will like it, too. It's very nice. Exactly. So let's talk about what's in this drink. What is in this drink, Craig? Yeah, so it's going to be one ounce of rum. Now, the rum that they use in almost all their cocktails was golden rum. You don't have to use golden rum. You can use white rum, and that's why I put one ounce of white rum. But you can also, if you want, you can use gold rum. It's up to you. Uh, one half, sorry, half ounce of blue carousel. Mm. That's the orange liqueur. Two ounces of cranberry juice, and that's real cranberry juice. If you can use that, please. Uh, don't use like some places I've worked at. They got cranberry in the gun. It's not the same thing. You want to use the cranberry juice. Okay. Yeah. A half ounce or one ounce of lime juice, depending on how tart you want to make it or how sweet you want to make it, and then you top that off with Sprite. Nice. Yeah. It's easy enough. Very easy. Yeah, Do exactly. you shake? Do you stir? So this is actually going to be a build drink. We can actually build this in the glass. Which is even easier. Exactly. Very easy. You can pour all those ingredients in one after the other and then basically pour it into the glass with ice. I noticed when we're down there that a lot of these drinks, including this one, they made a huge batch. So this is a good suggestion for you listeners out there in the summer coming up. And you have a whole bunch of people over in your backyard and you're like, okay, I want to entertain, but I also want to give them a nice tropical drink. And so you can act this as a batch. 
And so just figure out how many people were at your party or roughly around there and then multiply the recipe by that many people and you can put it into a big, huge jug. And that's what they did when we were there. They actually had a big, huge dispensing jug and uh, you can serve it that way. It's also served in a Collins glass. That's the one we use when we're there and that Mark has it in his glass. And uh, so it didn't have any garnish because resorts, when they do drinks, uh, especially if it's an all-inclusive, they don't do any garnish. What is this glass called? That's called a hurricane glass. I love it. I yes. think it's so pretty. I need to get myself some of those. Oh, well, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Maybe next Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not waiting a whole year yeah, for that. No, I am joking. definitely I'm getting joking. myself them this week. Yeah. The reason why I... <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys listened before... She got uh, some glassware from us just after Christmas when she came back from her trip. So, uh, And just explaining why we needed that. <laughs> oh, my God. We could go on and on about no, that. No, it's just because, people, I know you understand when a, a man meets a woman and they both already had lives before. And then they, you know, get together and they, you know, buy a new house and they go to live together. They have a bunch of stuff that doesn't mix and match. Yes. Because it was a single guy and a single girl. Exactly. So we had no matching glasses. We still don't. And then Craig, this Christmas, was kind enough. After he came for a dinner at Some our drinks. place yeah. and <laughs> drinks, he discovered, because he brought all the stuff to make proper drinks for us. And then he's like, oh, I just need glassware. And then he discovered that we're very poor in glassware. <laughs> um, it was kind of embarrassing. No, and then it was fine. After that, in, the, in Christmas, he gave us... Two sets of very beautiful um, Collins glasses and... And Double old-fashioned glass. And old-fashioned. Exactly, yeah. So now we have at least four of each. Exactly. And so suggest an orchid on this because orchid would make it a nice tropical kind of look because it's purple. When you see the picture, you'll see it on the website. It's actually kind of purple, purple dragon, of course. Yes. And so the orchid on top will make it really nice and tropical. Yeah, it's a nice drink. It's not not tart, but Mm -hmm. not not too tart. Exactly. And it's not sweet and it's nice. It's kind of right down the middle, yeah. I didn't do any pucker faces when I tried it. No, that's right. No. It's not my favorite still. My favorite still stands as the Blue Hawaiian, but... That's it's right. It's definitely delicious. Now, you did mention to me that like, now you're doing virgin blue Hawaiians at home. Yes, actually. So why don't you tell the listeners your recipe for a virgin blue Hawaiian? So, yes, if you love the taste like I do and you want you don't want to get drunk every single time you have it, you can just do the same exact thing, but you remove the booze and instead of the booze, you put orange juice. Right. So let's go through it. So it's going to be orange juice. Orange juice, pineapple juice, juice, and the cream of coconut. coconut. There you go. Tastes exactly the same. You stir. It's better shaken (laughs) on the rocks. But yes, it works beautifully. There you go. She figured that out on her own. That's amazing. You haven't got a little milkshake maker yet? Like we've told you get? Uh... By the way, that is the next piece of equipment I'm getting. And the reason why I'm now buying one now... Because I was doing looking at some recipes uh, for future episodes, whatever, yes. and it had a mixer instead of a blender. And I was like, okay. So then I watched this video, and the guy's making it with a mixer, an old-fashioned mixer like you've got, obviously. And the reason he explained is that the mixer is a better tool for some of these old recipes is because a blender blends from underneath. And it kind of never really kind of – it works its way eventually up to the top. So everything has to go down to the bottom of the blender and get blended that way. A mixer mixes it throughout the entire drink, not yeah, just from the bottom. Because but... when you have the crushed ice, too, the blender will turn it into a slush yeah. before it can actually get there. So a blender... Kind of crushes the ice milk, first, right? Yeah. yeah, milkshake maker, you just go... Yeah. And plus it makes everything nice, aerated, and Exactly. So really it nice. mixes throughout the entire drink and not just at the bottom and work its way up. Actually, a lot of the recipes from the old time, they say blend, mm-hmm. but they really mean mix. 
Yeah, no, you're right. Because if I do more research, I find out, oh, oh, it's a mixer they're using, not a blender. Right, so the next drink we're going to do is the rum punch. Now, this is a very special drink that I learned when I was there. And what it is is that the rum punch is not just the resort itself, but the entire island. And so for these guys, Antigua, the rum punch is their national drink. To the all the way to the point where actually when I was in the liquor store, they have rum punch in liquor bottles. And you can buy it in the liquor store as premixed rum punch. Cool. Very cool. That's really cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so the rum punch, like I said, uh, is one of the drinks we did. This is a more of a manly drink. I know you're going to say that anyways. It it's is. It's more of a stronger drink. It is. Mark it's very loved it. boozy. Yeah, Mark uh, tried it out, and he's got not much left in that glass over there. Uh, so in this this drink, it's got two ounces of white rum. Again, um, down there, they were using golden rum, so you can do either one, depending on what you want to do. So two ounces of white rum or two ounces of gold rum, two ounces of orange juice, two ounces of pineapple juice, a splash of grenadine, so not a lot there, a squeeze of a lime, okay, and then dashes of bitters. Now, the number depends on how bitter or how much of a punch you want. Basically, the one I did for Merck was about four or five dashes. If you want less, you can go two, three. If you want more, it's like, you know, it's like when you make a Caesar. Some people want more dashes of Worcestershire sauce than others, right? That is one of the hardest words to say ever. I know, ever. even as a bartender. Do you know how to say the Worcestershire? Worcestershire? Yeah. Worcestershire. I can say it fine. Worcester sauce. Worcester. Yeah. yeah. That's how you're supposed to technically say really? Cause, it. Really? Because yeah. there's a look, lot it, it of spell that letters way. there. Or, I know, but if you go there, it's just Worcester. Yeah. Worcestershire? <laughs> okay. We're killing ourselves. Worcestershire. Yeah. Yeah. Stop this. No, okay, please, yeah. please. Worcestershire? I'm not from there. None of us are from there. I don't know if anybody from England can even pronounce it properly. Yeah. That's where it originally came from England. Yeah, so yeah. the Worcester... Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire sauce. Yeah. Worcestershire. (laughs) (laughs) Did you say it really? Oh, my God. It's like when you start learning French and you're here, you learn to just kind of mumble your way through. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So the bitters, again, like I said, it depends on how much of a punch you want. It was a good balance of. Yeah, I liked it. A bit of a bite to it. Yeah. And so for this one, you're going to, again, you're going to build this in a glass. And again, when I went to the Tiki Bar, they actually made a big giant batch of this because they get so much demand for this. Because everyone, when they go to the Antigua, they're like, oh, we hear about this rum punch. Give me a rum punch. Right? So the first thing they order right away, like the same thing here. As soon as I get to the bar and I heard, oh, this rum punch, it's the first drink I ordered right away. Tiki Bar? You went to a Tiki Bar? I went to a Tiki Bar, yes. Me? Tiki Bars. Is that where you went? Got the recipe from? Yes. So I got the recipe from she at the Floating Con Tiki Bar. And it's actually ran by John Tibbed, and I hope I'm pronouncing that Johnny. Johnny was a great time. We had a great time there. And uh, he actually, like, eventually, he actually sat on the other side of the, of the bar and told me to go make him a drink. So oh, made, cool. That's yeah, nice. So I made him the, the, the hurricane. That's one of my drinks. Did he um, like it? Yeah. He's like, um, it's a good girly drink, making the summertime. I have a couple of regulars at the Earl that order it all the time. So it's a very easy drink to make, and I'll make one for you one day. And uh, yeah, so it was great. So I was on the side. But the funny thing, so he's on the other side and he's wearing just like I am, like a t-shirt and pair of shorts. And then I'm on his bar making this drink and then a boat of people come on the bar. And I'm like, Johnny, you might want to get back here. This is not my bar. I don't want to get you into, tr- you know what I mean? Like, uh, this is your bar. It's not mine. I don't want to be like making drinks and everyone realizes that I don't even work here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, no, we had a really good time and he's the one that actually gave me the recipe when we were there. And uh, thank you very much, Johnny, for doing that. It was great. And like I said, it's it's a national drink across the entire part of Antigua. You know, every it's island like has a national drink. National drink, exactly. Like you know how like pina colada 
is like, you know, Puerto Rico and the daiquiri is Cuba. Well, the rum punch. This I did not know that, by the way. I did not know that. <laughs> Which Neither. one? Neither. Which ones? Neither. She didn't oh, know none. either one was national drinks of those of those islands. He was just saying that very unpassant. I'm like, oh, I never knew all that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We could do That's it. why you need to listen to the show. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Duh. <laughs> we could do what? There's a bunch more? Yeah, we could. Yeah. Well, there's every island's got its own little. Ava. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I wonder if the blue the blue Hawaiian should be the one from Hawaii. Indeed. I, I think so. Well, that's where it's really yeah. far from, yeah. Is yeah, it? came from there. Yeah, came from there. Yeah. That's that's really cool. It's like the caipirinha in Brazil. Exactly, yeah, yes. That's the usual. Like, Anderson, my friend, came home from Brazil the other day, and he brought some gifts for Canadians, and the gifts is basically like a, a cup, a glass, with a Brazilian flag painted on it. Oh, and nice. then the inside, yeah. on the rim of the glass, it's like the how to make a caipirinha step-by-step. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. are really cool. So I was like, oh. Yeah, I still need to make one. I haven't mastered it yet. Yeah. So clearly this summer I'm going to try again. Yes. Um, yeah. I will I will have Ingrid the show little... me so I can show you. Yeah, because the last time I made it, everyone like couldn't finish it. Yeah. It was really Or bad. even better, <laughs> I will have Ingrid make it and I'll film her making it. Oh, there How's you that? go. That'd be good. She was home no. today. I could have done that Yeah, today. yeah, there you go. So you said that was a floating bar? Yeah, so actually what it is, is very cool. It's in the ocean. Wait, it is wait. 40 yards. So it's actually floating. It's floating in the ocean. <gasps> it's 40 yards off the beach. And the only way you can get there is either swim. Remember like the soggy doll we've talked about before. You have to swim up to the bar. Or the a small motorboat that they have that to supply to go back and forth between the bar and the beach. Or you could use a jet ski. Um, <laughs> you might just fly right on by it by that point. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, Which yeah. Can't, you can't dock there. There's nowhere to dock. Only the boat that they use for back and forth is the only thing that could dock there. Like, like you can't bring your boat there and dock there. You can. You have to use the boat that they he give you. He wouldn't let us dock a jet ski. Johnny, of course he would. Oh, he might. I know. Well, you might. Of course he would. Big inflatable animals. Exactly. Actually, he did have a inflatable shark See? on the back end of it. Yeah, yeah. It was cool. Of course he lets us dock sharks go. and animals and yeah. big swans. And the cool thing about it, so I was talking to Johnny about this whole, like, how he started. He's not even a bartender. So I'm like, well, how in what world, on the planet, how did you go from not being a bartender to having a floating tiki bar? And he said what it is that he owned a restaurant on the beach, not too far from where we were. And his girlfriend at one point said, I want a place where me and my friends can hang out and have a good time. And so he sold the restaurant and made the floating tiki bar. And no one goes in and robs it or anything? No. So what is it? Nighttime, he basically has a couple of uh, coolers that he can lock. So he puts everything in the coolers and locks it up. And the only thing he has to bring every day is ice. Yeah, but and like... And maybe supplies. That's and it. what about all these, all the things? No, they're all nailed down. Like all the decor, it's all nailed down. We even asked him that, like, you're not afraid, afraid of being robbed? He's like, you know what? If they want to swim all the way out here at nighttime with no lights on... They deserve it. You know it. what I mean? <laughs> and like, how are you going to swim back? And like, say you steal a bottle of rum. How are you going to swim back with one arm? Right? Because you got to carry the rum. Okay, <laughs> carry the rum. So... What? You can swim with a bottle of rum in your hand. <laughs> You can, probably. <laughs> well, that's something we can practice. In. Let's just practice it. <laughs> you know hey, this summer, let's see if we, yeah, we'll have a, we'll have drills. There we go. You Here's, can you 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 keep an empty bottle. We'll 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 see how far it goes. We just need your pool. There you go. We'll, right, Mark. We'll, we'll do an experiment. There we go. See, it's for experiment purposes. That's right. <laughs> We're doing this for the public. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. If So if you get to the other end, do you get to drink the bottle? Is that what we're trying to say? No, no. You keep one. You keep an empty one just so we can try it oh, out. Okay, if we I can see, swim see. with a bottle of rum in our hand. Should we have like a stopwatch to see who has the best times? 
Well, we first have to see if we can. Yeah, well, I think think we go one way without a bottle, grab a bottle. And they have to come back. Go back. Good exactly. Plan. And then there's a second bottle waiting there. See if we can actually do a third lap. Oh, two bottles. bottles. Or or we can do that other one that, that is in the Olympic Games where, you know, he gives the stick to the other person. Oh, yeah. So yeah, hand like the bottle we hand the, the bottle. And then Mark has and to go with it. And then you have to go another lap. So it's like a Mai Tai. You got to do a, yeah. a, a triathlon with a Mai Tai. <laughs> with Mai Tai. Is he from Antigua? So what it is, actually, he's from somewhere in Europe. I can't remember exactly. I think it was Norway. And he came to visit and never left. Wow. A lot of these people that I met when I was there are actually people that originally were tourists. And said, I'm staying here. It's wow. great. Yeah, exactly. There are some Canadian banks there. So there's a bank in Nova Scotia there. There's a bank of CIBC there. And so uh, when I was talking to Jermaine about it, our tour guide, he says a lot of what happens is that those banks will give you a loan because they figure that you're coming here to make a business that's going to make money to help their, their economy. And so it happens a lot where someone comes in and, all right, I'm like, I, for example, we went to a restaurant one night and the guy was from Germany. And he goes, I came here a couple of times and then eventually just bought this restaurant and now I'm running it. Wow. Yeah. Your attention, please. Please follow the following instructions of this vacation to help you enjoy your trip and stay safe. And so, yes, we're doing a travel tips uh, segment. We haven't had that in, uh, oh my God, over a year or close to a year. And so Norma is back, yes. Yay, me. Under uh, coaxing and <laughs> prodding and uh, whatever else. Tied to the chair against <laughs> Tied my to the will. Chair against their will. So thanks to Norma for doing travel tips again. And maybe you wanted to give everyone a kind of a quick recap of some of the ones you've done in the past. So that way, if they're listening and are on the way to some destination, they've got some uh, kind of concept of what they need to do on these trips. Okay, sure. Hi. Welcome back to me. Hi, everyone. (laughs) Apologies for the very long delay between these travel tips. Everyone's been bugging me to get to this and I have no excuse. So, um, yeah, so apparently it was about a year ago, I think, I'm told, that yes. uh, I gave you some travel <laughs> tips, and I am now here to give you some more. There we go. So, uh, last time, well, just to do a real quick recap, we did talk about some important things, um, if you want to go back and take a listen for more details, but we talked about making sure you have a copy or a scan or an email uh, of your important uh, documents, an ID, a credit card, perhaps, and especially your passport. You can, uh, what we do is we scan them and email them to ourselves or to, and take a photo of the f- passport um, in case it's lost. Yeah, makes sense. And uh, yeah, so it's, 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 it's handy to have. Uh, take a picture of your luggage and note its measurements in case it's lost as well. So another one was mm-hmm. to download the Maps.me app and bookmark attractions that you're looking forward to uh, seeing or, or taking, uh, you know, trips to while you're connected to Wi-Fi. Yep. Um, that way before leaving for your trip, if you do that, you will have access offline to this information and it won't use your any of your data and that kind of stuff. So that's good. Yeah, we used that in, uh, I think it was Carousel. Yes, Carousel. And yeah. it was great. Yeah, I mean, it's like basically like running like uh, Google Maps or whatever maps, and it doesn't use any of your data, which is amazing. Yeah, it worked really well, actually. And the and another couple that we talked about last time were just to make sure that you've got your critical toiletries, of course, and your medications in travel sizes, et cetera, uh, in appropriate sandwich type size baggie to help get you through the security line. And one of the things we had learned since our trip to Bahamas in the carry-on so that I've got it in case I need it. 
So just for the listeners, if they're not quite aware, what is the limits on liquids going into your carry-on? Well, I believe each container has to be um, a maximum of 100 milliliters. Okay. And I haven't looked this up lately, but I've traveled so much, this is what I go by. So yep. 100 milliliters maximum, and you are allowed to carry whatever will fit in a sandwich size baggie. Makes sense. So if you've got four or five, six containers that will fit in there, fantastic. As long as they're 100 milliliters or, or less, mm-hmm. one, per, one per person, of course. Yes, exactly, yes. Right. You care, you care for both of us. I do. I do everything for the both of us. That's right. She does. Uh, <laughs> and uh, another quick one was to make sure you pack your own entertainment and a battery pack because you never know when you're going to need that extra power and you never really know what kind of entertainment the plane may be, uh, you know, have on board for you or if they've got even the seat backs with the entertainment the screen. screen or yeah, not. Exactly, and and yeah. often they don't have any of that stuff anymore, right? So like on the last flight we were on, they actually had shows really were like, you know, Big Bang Theory. Um, like they were just generic shows. It wasn't anything exciting. Yeah. So we brought our laptop, which of course eventually died after about an hour and a half to two hours. So then we had the iPad. So if you have an iPad um, or tablet, those are better because the battery life on those lasts a lot longer. Yeah, allowed right? us to finish our movies. And when you have you know, a five, six hour flight, you could easily watch two movies in there and you're going to need some extra power. So exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's the recap kind of, of what we talked about last time. And I've got some new tips for you. Yay. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so we're just, it's all going to be about me. So we'll just see if Craig has anything <laughs> oh, to say here. Oh, so, uh, la- so <laughs> this yeah, is sort- I, I, the funny thing is like, so I wrote up some tips for her for travel tips and she's like, no, those are not your tips. I want to write my tips. That's right. And I might inc- I might include your tips. That's right. It's enormous travel tips. Hello. I know. Isn't it's your it? show. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this one is a, a sort of a bonus item. It's not really a travel tip, but it's an interesting thing um, that I find, you know, entertaining. So if you check the social media pages of a site called Passenger Shaming, so they have Facebook, they have Instagram. I'm not sure what else they may have. This is a um, some social sites run by a former flight attendant. And she gives some very entertaining, sometimes repulsive, uh, look at human behavior on planes and in airports. Wasn't it ones where like the guy's foot was like reached out, like he stretched it out to like the next one in front of him oh, or something? Oh, for God's sakes, people do this all the time. It's nasty. <laughs> it's like, don't do this. So, yeah. So, so she, you know, Things she'll show. Not to do. Right. So she'll show pictures, video of people behaving inappropriately, often with their bare feet sticking through the, you know, the seat in the next to them or in front of them. So the, you know, the poor person in front of them is horrified because you've got this nasty claw-like creature foot, you know, <laughs> right there. You're trying to eat. This is nasty. Don't do that. So exactly, it, it's yeah. funny. It's entertaining. It's disgusting. It's insane sometimes, but it's, you know, interesting, I thought. Um, so, for example, like, did you know that it's disgusting to give yourself a pedicure on a plane? Don't do oh, that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Oh Nasty. My God. And so if that's you, please check out the site, Passenger Shaming, and there get a clue. Go. And you're on there. <laughs> this could you be go. you, yes. You might be famous. Exactly. So <laughs> nasty. So there's an idea there yeah, for yeah. another uh, future travel tips is maybe what not to do. We want to be civilized and thoughtful when we travel, please. It's already stressful as it exactly, is. So. Yes. Alrighty. So let's get to the travel tips. Bum, 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 bum. Okay. So I have a few. Um, it's because it's been a while. I'm trying to give you extra. There you go. Okay. <laughs> So, Keep them up for another year and then yeah. they'll come back again next year. There you go. Exactly. So one thing that I didn't actually do this time, but I had read about recently and I thought it was probably a good idea is regarding luggage tags. 
So if you have um, external luggage tags, which you put on your actual, let's say, handles of your luggage, these, and it's happened to us, can get yep. lost. They, they get, get snapped get off, yeah. Snap, snapped off, ripped off, whatever, broken, mm-hmm. who knows. Um, I actually have, thanks to the luggage that you bought me two years ago, the tag is within, built into the, the side, of the, the the side of or the back of yep. the luggage so that it doesn't actually get lost. But it is possible that piece could come out. Exactly, yeah. So the tip is to actually insert your contact information. So I wouldn't put your address, but I would put your phone number and email, your name, maybe Mm -hmm. the destination you're going to and from sort of thing, and put that inside your luggage. So if your luggage tag gets ripped off. And they open up the luggage. They open up the luggage to find out where it's from. There's information there. The other thing I actually think we want to mention, and and some people think it's like, okay, Craig, this is pretty obvious. But don't, like you said, don't put your address and your phone number and your name on the tag. Well, you don't put your address because, hello, people know you're not home. Well, yeah, and also too, but like now they've got your phone number, your address, and your name. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. It's it's a little little too much. It's a little too much. People sometimes will put a work address if they want to put an address. Really, you just need to put your city. I guess, but you know yeah, what I mean? Put, we just put Auto Ontario yeah. and then our phone number. That's all we do. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So this next one's a long one and it's as a result of mostly of... But this Antigua. is something that is super important. I want to mention this, folks, because we learned this over, especially this last trip, that these, this next one she's talking about really did make our vacation a vacation. And if you don't follow this one, it, it could be a disaster. We actually seen... People at the resort that we're at that didn't follow this rule that you're going to talk about here. <laughs> and they were complaining about everything. The room's too small. The showers were too cold. They didn't have a safe in a the room. They didn't have a uh, fridge in a room. And so this next one, which we're going to talk about right now, is critical. Yeah. So it's it's been helpful to us over a couple of trips now, but especially this last one. So joining again, uh, you know, going on the Facebook uh, social media site kind of thing. I had joined the Facebook group for the recent hotel, the Starfish Hotel that we had uh, recently come back from, from um, from Antigua. And so joining the Facebook group for the hotel or join the Facebook group for that location or the com- country's tourism board. Or the um, passengers. Like, I think one of the ones for Starfish is actually just the passengers. Like just the guests, they have their own page, right? Yeah, it's a page, it's a guest page for the hotel. Right. And then the hotel itself itself has exactly. a Facebook page, right? Exactly, so yeah. from both, you can get some information. Yeah. I found the guest page for the hotel mm-hmm. was extremely helpful. And, um, you know, there's, they have, there's all kinds of hotels that have right. these. Now, is this where we found Jermaine? Do we find him through the passenger one, the, the yeah, guest one? Yeah, exactly. Okay. So... After joining this uh, Antigua Facebook page for the hotel, mm-hmm. uh, this ha- obviously helped me plan ahead regarding the restaurants, excursions, nearby shopping, and it helped me in some way, I think, to not be disappointed upon arrival. So yeah. the hotel we stayed at was not a super luxury hotel. And so there were some things that I learned from this Facebook page yeah. that are small, but when you travel, sometimes, you know, it's hard, it's tiring, it's whatever, uh, and you get to this location, and sometimes you can be disappointed if you find out, oh, well, the room is really small, I should have upgraded, and now I can't, and, you know, what do you mean I have to pay for a safe, and what do you mean I don't have a fridge in my room, Yeah, you know? Exactly. So, <clears throat> again, this this hotel that we stayed at being, uh, you know, only a three-star, uh, but, you know, three-star in, in Antigua is 
probably more like a far, four star somewhere else. Right. Um, yeah. So we learned that we definitely wanted to upgrade our room because the rooms, the standard rooms were quite small. And I'm really glad that we did. Um, our room was quite nice. And we learned as well that our room, because of the category we chose, did have a fridge as standard, but not all rooms had that. Right. Exactly. Also learned that we did have to pay for a safe for the week, which was fine. Yep. Um, and learned that they do not stock the fridges for those who do have fridges because not all the right. cat- not all the room categories have fridges so therefore they're not stocking them right now if i had arrived at the hotel yes saw a room that was maybe really small and i wasn't overly happy with you know we also learned really helpful things like short walk away there was jolly harbor jolly harbor has some great restaurants which we ended up going to one of them for pizza yeah oh, it was, it was wonderful they had oh my god they had such a great uh, pineapple daiquiri we're yes. now, this is we're going to be making this. <laughs> I have to make it in the summertime. <laughs> we're now. not going to be making this with our coconut, or sorry, our pineapple yes. rum yes. From, we'll from Cruisin'. That's right. So we got to try that. So that's going to be awesome. Um, and we learned that there was a supermarket close by. So if there was things we wanted to buy, it really was a two-minute walk. Yeah, it was really convenient because it was a full-blown grocery store. The one thing we do want to add when you go to this, so example, like the grocery store or whatever, is to bring your passport or some sort of form of ID. So when we gave him the credit card, yeah. she's like, yeah, but you need ID. And so we yeah. had ended up having to pay cash for the first time we went to the grocery store because we didn't have ID on us. Yeah, that's true. So here, like in Canada, we don't show ID when we use our credit cards. Exactly. We, we don't do that. It's it's very rare, right? So I didn't really think of it. And we got there. I'm like, what do you mean you won't take my ID. credit card? Yeah, you want ID <laughs> for the credit card. Darn yeah. it. Okay. So, you know, because when we travel and we bring a limited amount of cash, we want to save the cash for oh, cash all only purses. And yeah, things purchases. Like that, gifts and whatnot. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah, don't exactly. want to be spending all your cash on little things, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, um, we and met Jermaine too there. Yes, exactly. So Explain a lot who of. Jermaine is, by the way. So on the page, uh, there was lots of people asking questions about excursions, um, you know, going, taking trips and doing different sunset cruises and Shirley Heights and all kinds of stuff. You know, we did this in Cuba, right? When we went to the city of Maron and we got a private tour around the the city. Exactly. We thought, well, maybe this will be a good idea. So I got this in the name of Jermaine Knight. Uh, Mm -hmm. He's on the social media Facebook page and very nice gentleman. And he came recommended by several other guests. And we went, came into contact with him through Facebook and I was asking him for prices about going, you know, to certain locations. locations. And it turned out to be not more expensive than taking the tour with, you know, the hotel or the pre-planned package tours, wherever. Um, It was the same price or better. Mm -hmm. He included things and gave us extras. He did all kinds of great stuff. He's a very nice gentleman. Um, and, And so that worked out really well. I also want to emphasize too, like the two, like when we were in Cuba and this time in Antigua, the great thing about when you go through these, this Facebook page or social media pages and you find these guys is that with Jermaine example, there's places where he actually would follow us along during a tour. Like we did the Nelson's dockyard and literally we'd turn around and he'd be just standing there behind <laughs> us. Like he was just sort of shadowing he's us a, everywhere we went. It's a bit of a ghost. Right. And it's like, so, I mean, it was kind of reassuring because if there's any kind of, uh, if we had any kind of anxiety of like, oh my God, we're in, you know, in a strange country in a strange part of, you know, of a town or something, he was right there beside us pretty well to like explain everything about the culture, um, you know. And if there's any part where we're even we're even close to being in danger, which we weren't, but he was there all the time with us. Yeah, you know, he was great. He was a very safe driver, very nice guy. He, he was wonderful. So we're, we plan on still being in touch with him even, you know, 
while we're here. So yeah, because when we went to what's that bar? It was like Denny's or Dennis Bar. The Dennis Bar. He literally went up and he obviously knows the people that worked there, the bartender and the guy on the beach that sells the chairs. And so he introduced us to them and they really took care of us from there because we knew him. Yeah, so getting in touch with, um, you know, a local or someone who does this um, on the regular, uh, we got a recommendation. So we knew he would be, you know, obviously safe, uh, recommended, uh, was really a much better way to travel because we got to come and go as we pleased, leave when we wanted, where we wanted. We got to go to locations that maybe were not on the typical tour uh, Exactly, it's list. local spots. Yeah, right? and he then, you know, like I said, he gave us extras. He, was, he went over and above and he taxied us to Fry's Beach for free one day because uh, he knew we wanted to see a different location. Yeah. And that ended up being one of the best days that we had there. Exactly, yeah. Thank you and enjoy your flight. Did you know? I did, did not. not. Very good. All right. Awesome. So let's talk about some more cool facts about Antigua. So the island's highest point is Mount Obama which is 402 meters high. For the president, Barack Obama? That's right. Oh. So it used to be known as Boggy Peak until August 4th, 2009, when it was renamed, you know, Mount Obama, who actually had the birthday on the same day. That's cute. Yeah. So Antigua also was known for its 365 beaches. So if you look at all the slogans they have for the island, it actually says, beach for every day of the year. How many different ones did you go to? So we went to, I think, about eight Whew, yeah. In two weeks? In two weeks. Yeah, we stayed mostly on our resort for the most part. We did a couple excursions here and there. We went to uh, Donkey Sanctuary, which uh, I think Mark's got some information on that. Really? I do indeed. Oh, deed. Oh, there indeed. we go. Indeed. Yes, the uh, Donkey Sanctuary was also, it's also a shelter for cats and dogs. Yes. Which a, we, a what? We found. Cats and dogs. Cats shelter? And dogs shelter. Shelter. Yeah. You know? Aww. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> There was, there was over 150 donkeys yep. uh, over there. The donkeys have been abused by owners yes. and therefore taken in the place to recover and live. Yep. Many were showing signs of injuries, you said. Yes. Uh, we noticed that some of the donkeys didn't have ears. Wait, you actually saw the donkeys? Oh, we went there, yeah. So we went there, petted them, fed them, brushed them. Uh, they went to the cat and dog one. Unfortunately, Norma almost bawled her eyes out at the dog one. Because, of course, you see dogs you know, at the cage. You're like, please take me home. And, of course, you can't. Oh, okay. Um, I thought you were going to see dogs missing pieces also. No, no. So the, on the donkeys, what they do is actually, we saw some where their ears were cut. And we're like, kind of, okay, well, well, is that something that they do like normally for some sort of reason? And the guy goes, no, they do that because when they torture them, when they they feel like the donkeys are acting up, they'll cut their ears. Both so, or just like one at well, a time? one or two. Like some that had no, and some that had just one ear or some that had two ears or no ears. Um, it's just, it's very cruel. I mean, I couldn't believe when And I nobody saw that. goes back and cuts the owner's ear for him to see how <laughs> nice it happen. feels? That should happen. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, there's 150 Idiot. donkeys on there. It's really skinny. And guess what? Norma adopted a donkey. Of course she did. Yeah. Did he it was... fit, fit in the overhead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you're too Exactly. Funny. He's sir, so good. Sir, do you have anything to claim? I have this donkey here. <laughs> <laughs> the yearless donkey. <laughs> it's a, you know, it's a donkey. That's not what you talk about your wife. No, no, the donkey beside the wife, right there. That yeah. guy right there. Yeah. It just, it just. That's when you said, "I'm the ass here." <laughs> I'm the ass here. That's right. <laughs> but it, it doesn't look like a donkey because it's without ears. What, what, it, what would a donkey? It's, it's like a deer. <laughs> yeah, exactly, what, yeah. what, what, what would it look like without ears? I don't know. Well, I mean, we obviously I saw it. Yes, I mean, saw it. Yeah. So yes, yes, we actually we adopted a donkey. Where Norman adopted a donkey, and he's blind. Oh. Yeah. And without yeah. ears. 
No, he had both ears. He had both oh, ears. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So but he was just—he was blind. He was hit by a car, and I guess, and no, they don't oh. know how he got on the road or somehow, but he got hit by a car, and then they brought him there to recover. Now, here's a cool fact. I noticed when I was walking around in a few mornings at the resort, all of a sudden I saw some mongooses, and I was like, what the heck? I've never seen those guys in a long time, and why are they here? I just saw a video of a mongoose and a, and a snake yes. uh, doing a little... It's almost little, like they're dancing. A the little dance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I just saw the video. Yeah, so uh, what it was that I asked some of the locals, like, why is there mongooses here? And he said that what it is, they were actually brought onto the island to remove the snakes. Because, yes, like you said, mongooses are snakes. The so mongooses actually eat snake. And so they stayed on the island. The great thing about them is that they're very fast. Um, and also, too, they're scared of people. So they don't hang out and all of a sudden bother you in any way. If they do see you, they'll run off and disappear. Like we try to like get pictures and videos of them. Like it was just, it was hard. Can I have one as a pet? I don't know if you can or not. I mean, they're basically wild animals. Oh, I... People can have tigers as pets. It so would why be not? so nice. I guess. They why would do get you want rid a mongoose of... as a pet? Because they would get rid of all my little gardener snakes. Ah. You know, like in, in spring, right after the snow clears, I could put him outside on a little leash. <laughs> and he could go around and just like just eat, eat all the gardener snakes. Yeah. And then, I, and then I'm like, yeah. okay, now I can garden. All right. So on that note, and let's just tell you about who we are. So we are www.tikicentralcanada.ca or .com. Sorry. Sorry. Go again. It's just that I'm, <laughs> she's like, I'm researching. Glue to the I, phone here. <laughs> I discovered that you can actually have a pet donkey here in Canada legally. Uh, well, you can't have yeah, pet donkeys. Yeah. I don't think you have pet mongoose. So. I'm not there yet. Okay. But go, so, go yes. again. So www.tikicentralcanada.ca. Or .com. There you go. And on that main page, you will see this episode, the recipes, all the recipes that we did on this episode. And also, too, Mark, has, uh, his Mark Adventures on there. I updated your page there, Mark. I think I added some photos because I don't know if you gave me enough photos. So I actually added some more on there. So you might want to check it out. But it looked, uh, yeah, I put it on there. And because uh, the last one we did was what? Um, Zotico and uh, Death and Glory. Death and so Glory. Death and Glory, Glory. kind of went and did some research and pulled some pictures off the internet. So I put them on there. You might want to check them out. And uh, yeah, so by the way, we are going to be doing in March a Mark Adventures with what's the last one we're doing now? Or one of the last one? Well, not the last Mark Adventures, but I mean the one we've been aiming towards going to. Yeah, this was the, the Maikai, which. Someone went to. Somebody went to. And, and didn't like the drinks. Yeah. Yes. Oh, boy. Sorry. But also, Sorry. too, hey, so we want to mention, by the way, um, we know we don't normally talk about our future shows coming up. Well, not usually. But me and Mark have kind of collaborate together, and we're going to give you the top 10 of each of our playlists for your Tiki Bar for the summer. Because summer's coming up not too far away, and you're like, wow, I need some music for my Tiki Bar. So I want to talk to somebody who knows about Tiki music. So me and Mark are going to have our top 10 sort of know jukebox playlist that we're going to give you guys and that's gonna be an episode coming up in march it's gonna be really cool hey mark we gotta play some uh play some tunes and, and have some rum and have a good time yeah cool. absolutely yep yep sounds like a fun fun time i would like to be present for that oh of course you can yeah of course we'll talk about that for <laughs> sure and yeah so apollo has it by the way are you guys doing any um no nothing new yet nothing new okay for uh picky pears like we we're just talking about that so if you do on her page though she does have her picky pears on there and uh, so we also have a cool link page for all the research we do. We have a subscribe page, so please do subscribe. We uh, basically don't have any commercials, so we run on basically listeners alone and subscribers. And we also, have, of course, have an episode page. You can listen to all the episodes we've done. Recipe page. This is one of the ones that actually gets hits the most. 
when I talk to people and I give up my cards, they're like, oh, cool. I'm coming up to the summertime. I want some cool recipes. And so they go there. Actually, the guy from the floating tiki bar, he's like, I want some more drinks because he's like, I'm not a bartender. And so I gave him a card and he hit the recipe page for some recipes. So there you go. <laughs> so, that's cool. Yeah, it was pretty I, cool. Yeah, that's that's pretty flattering. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Look I loved that. it. It was great. It was great. Yeah. Well, it's funny. So I gave out some cards because Norm was like, "Oh God, here we go." He's handing out cards, and you know the thing is, I go and check. There's 50 hits from where I am at wow. the time. Wow. Like I go on the on the balcony, and I'm like, got an internet, and I'm checking, and like, oh look, we got 50 hits yesterday from right here, right from Antigua. So there we go. So I do appreciate all the new listeners we have from Antigua. And I hope you guys keep on listening even past this episode because I know this is all about you guys. And again, I want to thank uh, Starfish Jolly Beach Resort. That's like a tongue twister, eh? Yeah. I can't say that 10 times. There's no way. Um, yeah, we had a great time there. And so, yes. So also, too, like I said, we have a recipe page. And uh, that's all I got. So you guys ready to go have to make some more drinks? I know I'm going to make another blue one there yes, for you. Yes, please. And uh, I don't know which one Mark wants here. He's got three or four drinks going on here. Purple Dragon, Rum Punch, give them all. That's just one of each, okay? <gasps> Mark. Just like he does in a tiki bar. Just give me one of each. There we go. We're all good. Start at the top. There we go. Work your way down. You have to save a lot during the year to do that. <laughs> well, see, you also probably didn't go during happy hour. Ah, no, there you I go. Didn't. See, Mark knows. Mark researches stuff out. He I knows went when after to go. Dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the drinks would have been half price. Okay. Oh, no, I went. I went at like nine thirty, ten. Yes, you see, you're talking fifteen, twenty bucks yeah. a drink, probably. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah, we we. See, you should have asked Mark. So what? When do I go? When should I go? He sent me an email. He just wasn't too thorough. Uh oh no. I, see, I sent you the Miami one, but I didn't assume that you'd be going north. Aha. You sent me the three. I know, but I, you were really close to uh, two of them. Aha. Oh, there you go. okay. That makes sense. There we go. Yeah, That's... but you talked so much about that one. Yeah, I know. So like I'll talk, I figured. And I'll talk about it again. There we go. <laughs> On the next Mark Adventures. Yeah. There we go. All right. So, folks, we're going to have to make some drinks, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening, folks. Bye. 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 Well, I don't know about you. But I got informed, guys, hey, guys, where's my drink? Anything uh, you want to put in the overhead uh, counter there, sir? Yes, I have a donkey. Can you put him up there? <laughs> the blind donkey, the leg, the le- even worse. The blind donkey. The legs might stick out, but is that Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine going through customs and then to claim? Yes, I have a blind donkey here to claim. <laughs> Sir, there's no way to talk about your wife. No, no, the thing beside my wife, the and blind donkey. Brand new. And no, I'm not the ass here, okay? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs>